Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Hello, my dear friend. As soon as I connect with you, I have to smile again. Head over heels. This is so beautiful, incredible, such joy as he always conveys. You should bottle this in bottles. I know, I repeat myself and the people. That can simply pass on. So they finally stop being so bitter and so grumpy. Thanks a lot, dear. Well then, let's go. I'm ready for our next round. Are you too? Please speak. When we travel through our frequency ranges, as you like to say, our energies are not altered. Your perception is exclusively through your consciousness. So don't worry or fret. Openness is the key to undertaking such conscious journeys. Interestingly, The states we travel through will increasingly convey a sense of confinement. But this is only experienced in our consciousness. So don't worry if you feel tightness right now. It is not yours and also not associated with dangers. Your openness is maintained. Okay. You explained that very nicely. Understood autumn. Where are you taking me now? Please begin. You remember your description of the large energetic wall. Yes, of course. Then take your consciousness back to this wall. Okay. That's unbelievable. It's so big. Do you know what I find so interesting? In all the stories and fairy tales that people convey in their religions, they sometimes talk about fools. But that over there is the exact opposite of a gate. The exact opposite. Just like I don't feel hot here, but freezing cold. Strange. Why is it so distorted? This is a different topic, darling. Let's not get sidetracked. Yeah. I was just saying, in fairy tales there are gates and it's supposedly getting hotter. And here is, everything is just so dense and ice cold, but okay. Well, I am at this wall, feeling the whole cosmos in this gigantic, enormous thing. Fulfilling wall. Behind me, I feel a subtle presence and in front of me is this wall again. And I know behind it is the wall. Behind that is this tar-like feeling, this breaking. Please go through now. Okay. Yes, I am. And now it's incredibly heavy again, heavy in the sense of hard to get through. And I'm feeling heavier and heavier. Keep going. Try to move. It's a very interesting exercise because it's up to a different movement compared to how I normally move with my soul. 
I have to redirect it and really just go to consciousness, but I have it. I have it. Now continue down in your perspective. Okay, I'll try. It's indeed quite oppressively tight. Please, you just continue to tell a bit more about your experiences and knowledge in the meantime, if one can say so. Where are we and where are we going now? We visit the areas of loss. Connecting to the cosmos, to the source and everything associated with it. This part now is the area where hopelessness prevails. The non-existent hope for something better, more beautiful, warmer, more light-filled. Despair itself carries the theme of potential self-surrender. That's how it is, love. Until next time. Please explain to me exactly what you mean. Does that now mean that these fragments of souls that one finds there have already given up on themselves? Yes, they are. At least there. Oh, so now I feel like... The more I perceive there, as if everything is becoming more and more solid, more and more clumpy. To be honest, I can't even locate any soul fragments as individuals anymore. Everything is just solid, like I'm trying to dive into a mass, but which is actually still hard. I can hardly get it. Very correct. You describe it exactly right. I tried to explore this consistency closer on my travels there and came across interesting insights. What we perceive as heavy and sluggish, they are basically the fragments of the soul, which feel so because of their almost immobile energy. Do you understand what I mean? There is almost no space between a fragment of soul and cosmic space. They are all very solidified and rigid. But we had already had the level of rigidity. Yes, but differently. There was the cosmic environment, if we may call it that, still possible. Here, everything is solid, as if it were one. But if it is one, then there is a possibility that consciousness can occur when energies come together. Then don't you form a new consciousness? Yes, very rightly asked, dear. But imagine the despair in these energies now. Then there is no deliberate connection there either. So it's very rigidly entwined with each other, but it's not together. And there is also no impulse to move towards each other and interact to form any new fields. The situation is different on the level of teaching which we visited yesterday. There you have noticed the groupings. Here, the whole plane is full of these soul fragments, but without any movement, and in a much greater hardness in terms of That's rigidity. unbelievable. Do you know that? That! Apart from the fact that I'm afraid to somehow solidify myself in it, if you consider that there is a level, a sector, where the fragments of souls reside who have lost all faith, all hope, and therefore somehow felt their will, it's like being buried alive. 
Excuse me, but you used the term cemetery. Yes, and I consciously chose it figuratively because in these frequency ranges, the movement is so minimal that they increasingly become these substances and appear lifeless. I've truly visited many characteristics and areas into their differentiations down to the last detail. But I always encountered movement. Everything was always alive and moving. Even if it has not moved on the outside, that is in space, in spatiality, in subtlety, that way it was vividly flickering within. Here, there is no flickering and no movement, as if it were not possible. The energy field seems small and very dissonant. I can't believe that there's not even a pulse in it anymore. An energy that is not in motion, that's impossible. Every mini-atom is in motion. So that's not possible. Yes, I see it the same way you do, but perhaps we lack the perceptions Yes, that could it. of course be the case. There's definitely a kind of movement there, but we are not capable of perceiving these in detail with just consciousness. I rather suspect such Yes, things. that's correct. So I'd like to stay there for a while, in this tight, confined space, and just briefly check to see if I don't spot anything moving. See you next time. Ciao. So a little test of my perception, please. Give me some time. So what I'm speaking here now took a very, very long time. Definitely about 10, 20 minutes. But I'm going to continue here anyway. Subtitles on behalf of ZDF for Funk 2017. Well, I can at least, in my time, which I've now focused on and reached with my consciousness, I might not notice or see anything, but there's a part within me who feels that there is something else. You confirm that too, don't you? Yes, absolutely. So it is. It's all good. No, actually the subway is... The root problem is just the lack of strength. Then, if these energy parts had more power, then they would also become more conscious and then they would certainly want to move on there. By the way, in my perception, it's like looking into space. Except that the materiality of space is not empty, but very firm, almost completely firm. Blessings. Play-Doh would still be too soft. It feels like a kind of rubber. Yes, I think that's a better word. Tea rubber. Rubber or something like that. I mainly feel despair and helplessness, my friend. Absolute helplessness. Of course, this activates all the hell patterns I use in me. I'd love to go there and somehow outshine everyone with light or something. I don't know. But I feel like nothing is getting through. It seems really difficult. Have you had any experience with this? I mean, this is my first time here. Yes. I have given several impulses of strong energy. But as you also recognize in yourself, it didn't evoke any resonance in my perception, at least. Have you ever actually observed how a soul fragment enters such a level, i.e. lands there? But that would be really exciting. Because getting there is also a kind of movement. Is he going there slowly or quickly? 
We have already recorded these kinds of movements on the other levels. I'd really be interested in that too. Very good question. Do you have any guess about that? Yes. I suspect that the movement is very fast. So, if you now have a split from such a soul quality of a fraction, then it should move very quickly into the frequency in the cosmos that corresponds to it. This means that it happens lightning fast after the separation, that it lands in, for example, this area, and then there is and so remains... So you mean it works like some kind of magnetism? Mm. Or according to the law of resonance, there's an attraction? Yes. Because it resonates with nothing else. Exactly. On the chapter... How we do soul retrieval, soul fraction retrieval. I'm really quite excited now. But okay, please continue reporting. What do we know? What else do we need to know about this area? She is eating this level in the lower frequency range of the level of emptiness researched yesterday. And it seems more consolidated, as if the cosmos would contract in these levels. This is my description for that. I might be wrong, but it seems like the spatiality, which I usually know in the vastness of the cosmos, disappears. Tightness is what surrounds me here. I also always feel a bit of sympathy for the soul fragment parts. It's really incredible that, that their stories, their Subtitles lives, the their incarnation, that they actually... To end here... At least for now, it's really unbelievable, somehow remarkable. Don't you find that somehow sad too? No, I don't evaluate such things. It affects me because I would like to make light and love accessible to everyone. But it is what it is and the cosmos is universally good. It does not create something to be bad or for the bad. He creates this space so that these frequencies can experience a kind of home. You understand? Even though this is not even perceived as home by these energies themselves, they are there because they belong there. Where their frequencies are at home, otherwise it would be confusing. There might be white orbs or angels or masters with such distorted, contaminated energy fields together. That can't work. The cosmos is very, very well organized. Right? That makes sense. There is often the case described hierarchy in the cosmos then. We have a parallel here again to the information recorded on Earth so far. People often talk about a cosmic hierarchy here. I don't like this. It seems human and contains judgments. Exactly. But I understand you, that you don't like the word at all. It distorts completely. Hierarchy means evaluation. Evaluation-related arrangement. I repeat... Order due to evaluation. It's more of a pure order without judgment. 
And here these frequencies are called exciting and very meaningful somehow. Fair. Is there anything else you would like to tell me about this area? No. So we are done with that. What a place in the afterlife. Insane. Okay, thank you very this much. Table. We need to briefly go back with attention now, right? Yes. Go back to yourself with your consciousness and into your power. Rise into the bright, loving, luminous and warm areas. Feel the vastness. Feel the love and the light. Yes, thank you. Thank you, dear. Thank you, love. 